everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Get Better Together podcast. You're listening to the episode 7 of the season 1. My name is Prince and I'm your host on this podcast. A few days ago, I was sitting in my office cafeteria and there was a bunch of colleagues sitting on the other table just, you know, next to me, just beside me. Even though I didn't particularly want to, but I could hear all their conversation. They were talking on the subject of getting fitter, you know, weight loss. One said, uh, I've lost five kilos in the last two months. And another jumped in uh, after that, a lady this time. She said, I've been on a diet for many days now, but the needle on the weighing scale doesn't seem to be moving down. So that's what these guys were talking about, losing weight and everyone was kind of sharing their experiences. So I look around and see that weight loss has become a contemporary phenomenon and everyone is so concerned about losing inches from their body. Truth be told, there is so much of weight loss drama going on these days. People are ready to buy into two months, five kilos, you know, types of guarantees that are sold on the TV and the internet. There are thousands of programs that say pay X and lose Y kilos. I mean, what's really going on? These pills, these fat burners, sauna belts, and lots of other bullshit like that. The other day, I got an email from uh, someone asking me to promote their red tea on my YouTube channel in exchange of $500. At first, I was like, what the fuck is red tea? And then when I checked their website, they had all sorts of false claims, you know, put on there, like it's authentic African tea that results in quicker, you know, quickest weight loss etc. I mean, think about it. If weight loss and becoming fit was a game of procedures that money can buy, then all millionaires and billionaires would look like athletes. But that's not the case, is it? I'm going to explain to you uh, my experience with weight loss and more importantly, my perspective on it. I have practically thought about it. If you want fitness to stay with you for long term, then going above and beyond what I'm about to explain to you is not needed or even worth it. I'm, I'm going to tell you uh, about the very basic foundations of how to take care of your physical body and stay fit at the same time. This basic stuff is not meant for athletes and sports people. It's meant for people like you and me, the ones who do a lot of sitting around and lead a sedentary lifestyle. The reason I'm talking about this on my podcast, because these basic principles work for me. And if they work for me, they'll work for you too. So it doesn't matter what your age is or what your weight is or whether you're a man or a woman. Just hear me out because I'm about to give you some of the best fitness advice you have ever heard. So stay with me. Let me first start with a bit of realization of the truth. And the truth is that we treat our body like shit. We keep dumping all the crap in our body every single day. Here is a perfect analogy. I want you to think about the last time you accidentally dropped your phone on the ground. And I bet, you know, it wasn't too long ago. I dropped mine recently when I was getting out of the car and somehow I had forgotten that it was in my lap and as I was getting out, it fell down. My new phone (laughs) fell down on the ground. My first reaction was, Obviously, you know, to pick it up and check if it was okay and nothing had happened to the display. And in that little time of bending down to pick up the phone, I was somehow praying at the back of my head that the phone was okay because, you know, it was a new phone. I just bought it. And 
I also still remember when the new car that I have, when I bought the new car, got its first scratch. I cried over it. <laughs> In fact, my wife and I both had teary eyes over a scratch on the new car. Now it sounds funny, but it was painful at the time. I'm sure you can also recall such an experience. I'm sure you can. Well, you know, we're so concerned about the bodies of these objects, these immaterial, intangible objects that, that can even be replaced however many times. But when it comes to our own body, which is like the only irreplaceable vehicle that, that needs to carry us till the end, we treat it like crap. And when fat pops over the sides of our jeans and right, you know, on the top of our zipper, we get concerned about fitness and weight loss and again feel like shit. And not because you give so much damn about how it feels to you, but you know, how it appears to others. And this is the realization of the truth. We need to start treating our body like you would treat your new phone or your new car. And in fact, so much better than that. Now I'm gonna give you my wisdom on how you can maintain, you know, continuous fitness and good health. When I was creating the structure of this episode, I mostly wanted to share with you my own experiences, but then it occurred to me that I've never struggled with massive weight gain or fat gain all my life. So how someone who is struggling with that will be able to resonate with me? And then I started to think further and I thought that I can first put the need to make lifestyle changes in perspective, which I just did with that phone analogy. And then recommend to you a few basics of good health which will work for most of you. And also something which you can conveniently apply from day one, and then you can perpetually stick to it for life. And remember, I only said conveniently and not without the intention. Number one, uh, follow the 80-20 rule when it comes to eating. The basic idea of 80-20 rule is very simple. In order to be healthy and balanced, you don't always have to make 100% healthy food choices. 80% is enough. The remaining 20% you can have that slice of pizza or the colleague birthday cake at work. I mean, think about it. If you've ever gone on diet uh, in your life, your number one priority during dieting is to eat right 100% of the time. You're like supercharged up uh, the first few days, so much so that every time someone offers you something uh, which is, you know, not healthy as per you, you're like, you know, no, thank you. I'm on a diet. No, thank you. I'm on a diet. No, thank you. I'm on a diet. And soon enough comes a day when, you know, some bad shit happens at work or your girlfriend or boyfriend breaks up with you and you're stressed out, you end up eating that ice cream. You end up eating something unhealthy. And from that point on, you know, you go back to your unhealthy eating habits. You might think and say to yourself that these diets are not meant for you or, you know, they're so fucking hard to pull off. I mean, they actually are. <laughs> the very notion that you have to go on a diet and eat right 100% of the time is like intimidating because there's a certain way, you know, you've eaten your entire life. You've had that cup of tea or coffee the first thing in the morning for as long as you can remember. So going on a diet isn't going to change that overnight. I hate to break it to you people, but you 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 can't make healthy choices, healthy eating choices 100% of the time. You have to allow yourself to indulge in filling your cravings from time to time. So forget the diets and remember when it comes to eating, 80% of your food choices must be healthy. And I'm talking about really healthy, like something you cook yourself. And the rest 20% you could indulge. Within that 20% also follow what I call the next best thing approach. 
each time you're going to eat something unhealthy, make the next best choice. Here's an example. You feel like eating something sweet. Then instead of eating that chocolate brownie, is it possible that you eat sweet yogurt? If yes, do that. Here's another one. But I only want to eat brownie, you know. Then what's my next best choice? Can I then eat, you know, not the full brownie or maybe eat half or 60% of it or 80% of it? Because your sweet tooth is satisfied in a bite or two and, the, and we eat the rest because it's there and you wouldn't want to throw it away. Or it's so delicious that you just want to keep experiencing that taste. But I believe it's more psychological. So throw if you have to. So the next best thing, uh, remember that uh, next best thing approach. And when you start to eat right 80% of the time and make next best choices with the remaining 20%, you will see your health shaping up. And that's not a diet. That's a permanent routine that you can follow and you know still stay fit and healthy. Number two, stop running after results. If you just open the Amazon app right now and search for weighing scale, you will find countless weighing scales to choose from. I actually did that to prove my point. At the time of recording this podcast, uh, just the top five weighing scales on the list had over 20,000 ratings combined. Imagine if every one person out of five takes the time to provide their rating, then the number goes up to 100,000. That many weighing scales have been sold just on Amazon. In reality, it's far more than that, I think, because only two people, I guess, you know, would take out the time out of 100 to rate the product, you know, and then there are many more e-commerce websites to buy from. So, but here is the point. Who is buying these weighing scales? People are not buying these to measure their fruits and veggies. You're buying them because you want the weighing scale to show you the results that you're running after. But if I told you that you don't have to measure weight loss, you just have to feel it. Even diarrhea for a couple of days can make you look like a winner on the scale. But that's not really the most exotic way to lose weight, is it? If you're eating right, if you're eating the right foods, the right amount of foods, exercising regularly, but just because it's not reflecting on the scale doesn't mean it's not happening. You have to you have to love the process and results will definitely come. Also, I want you to say that weight loss is not a proof of fat loss or better health for that matter. Now you might say, but Prince, how should I evaluate my progress? Like I said previously, by feeling. When you start to drop fat off the shelves, you will automatically start to feel light and then you won't need some elusive number on the weighing scale to tell you that. You know, in corporates, we're usually in the habit of working on projects and delivering within deadlines. It's not the same with our body, my friend. So do yourself a favor and stop obsessing about results. Instead, focus on treating our bodies right and make conscious efforts about what we dump inside our body. Number three, good quality sleep. I really can't overemphasize the importance of a restful night. You know, to be able to sleep at will is nothing less than a blessing. A good night's sleep is incredibly important for your health. In fact, it's just as important as eating healthy and exercising. And poor sleep is directly linked to weight gain. If, if you're not sleeping properly, everything else is just going to fall apart. I know that for a fact that if I don't sleep well tonight, one, it will give me headache the whole day tomorrow. And two, it would ruin all my plans to work out. And then, you know, I'll have to dump two to four 
cups of coffee to stay concentrated at work and you know that's no good for physical and mental efficiency a good night's sleep is a must some of the things that you can do to ensure quality sleep are one uh, no tv in the bedroom even if you have one just don't watch at night no stimulant after 5 pm for a long time you know i had this habit of having a cup of tea after having dinner and i thought you know it wasn't interfering my in my sleep but ever since i replaced it with a glass of milk <laughs> i sleep like a baby and uh, what else no booze before sleeping if you take alcohol it will not let you have good sleep and before you raise your eyebrows i know you only drink the best quality stuff but just don't do it before bedtime number 4 move your ass daily yeah i said that this is very crucial guys daily physical activity is just like brushing your teeth it's crucial to keep your teeth healthy and clean and for exercise also you can follow the next best thing approach that i explained to you in the first point here's how you do that if you want uh if you can't go to the gym or don't feel like it then go for a run if you don't even feel like running put on your shoes and go for a walk you don't even want to get out of your house okay got you covered just do a few push-ups in your bedroom or do some stretching you know the other day i was uh, returning from my tea break with my colleague and i said to him let's take the stairs instead of the lift and he said you know are you crazy or what we have to go to the ninth floor okay i asked uh, in what scenario would you rather take the stairs and he said if i had to uh, go up to the third floor or maximum the fourth floor i said okay let's go to the third floor by stairs and from there we can take the lift to the ninth floor he said yeah well i never thought of that that's what the next best thing mentality does to you whatever the first thing you comfortably feel like doing don't do that very thing and make the next best choice how about you know you get your groceries uh, on foot instead of taking your car how about having no lift days once a week when you don't take the lift no matter which floor you have to get to whatever you do just keep moving you know at work i see people having lunch at their desk and they won't even leave their desk for 10 minutes in the entire 8 hours you know while it may be productive for your work but it is very much counterproductive for your health so keep moving whatever the reason just keep moving and more you move more the diseases move away from you So that's it really a good health demands nothing more. If you religiously follow the routine I've just described to you in four steps you will need nothing more to have a healthy body. And remember when you're tempted to make an unhealthy choice instead of choosing that very thing make the next best choice. Make it make it a way of your life, you know, next best choice in everything. With that uh the episode comes to an end. Do share this podcast with someone who can benefit from this advice. If you're listening to my podcast for the first time, then I strongly recommend that you listen to the other episodes and you will enjoy them. And at the same time, learn a thing or two. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Very valuable for me. Uh and also subscribe uh to my podcast and YouTube channel. I want to thank you for your time and I will see you later. Bye.